Star Wars 7x7, episode 258. Today, retconning the Star Wars universe, part two. Punch it, Chewie! Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Razor. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we are talking again about retconning the Star Wars universe. And part of this is brought to you by the Star Wars Expanded Universe Timeline. What did you say? Yes, Newt, the Star Wars Expanded Universe Timeline. This is a project that was done... Um, let's see. Wikipedia says it was created in 1992 by Joseph Bongiorno. Bongiorno? Yeah, I'm looking at that right. Uh, it was originally a Word document that was periodically updated and sent to Bill Smith for West End Games and later Bob Cooper for Dark Horse Comics prior to, be, to its being presented online. A continual work in progress, the chronology incorporates every published and occasionally unpublished story licensed by Lucasfilm in the Star Wars universe, presented in the sequence in which the story occurs. It is broken down into sections by era as well as a complete history section which incorporates every era. Wow. Like If you haven't checked out this thing, we're going to have it linked to the blog post for the show's episode, and it is enormous. Absolutely enormous. What an incredible, incredible project taken on by Joseph, and such fantastic work. Now, he divides it into seven eras, but when you actually look at Wikipedia and look at the timeline of galactic history, they have it divided up into even more crazy uh, eras and periods and all this stuff, and we'll talk about that a little bit in the Force feature. So, first off, though, we're going to get to life on Tweedoween. You can't take a royal highness there. The hut's a gangsters. All right, we're going to ignore that, Panaka, just like we always do. This tweet comes from Nerdist, actually. It's Nerdist.com on Twitter. And they've got an episode of Nerdist News where they say how Star Wars Rogue One will be different from every other Star Wars. And so you can check out the whole scoop on that at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. We've got it embedded there for you to check out. All right, let's see what we've got in the swag bag before we get to this episode's Force feature. I will not cooperate. Ah, I wonder if that's what Hera and Sabine said when they were making the Star Wars plushes that we have featured at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. There are six of them from Star Wars Rebels. There's Ezra and Kanan and a Stormtrooper, and Zeb, and Chopper, and the Inquisitor, but no Hera, and no Sabine. What gives? I have no idea. If you can find them, then let us know at the blog post in the comments. And in the meantime, check out the blog post (laughs) itself to see the six plush dolls that they actually did make. And if you're the kind of person who likes male plushes, well then, (laughs) have at it. And with that, we are going to dive into our Force feature, where we are talking again about retconning the Star Wars universe today, part two. So we mentioned at the top of the show that there is an incredibly detailed expanded universe timeline that was put together by Joseph Bongiomo. And I gotta say, this is part of what messed with me, I think, originally when it came to the Expanded Universe. There was only so much that I had the bandwidth to keep track of. And, yeah, there's a part of me that absolutely wishes that I had had enough time in my life between 1990 and 2013 
to absorb all of the expanded universe materials that were out there. But I got to say, there's a ton of stuff that goes into what they call the pre-Republic era, which is stuff you know from 25,000 years before the Battle of Yavin to you know back to the Big Bang <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. They apparently say in in these things that there was a Big Bang, but the period I'm interested in, and I want to hear what period you're interested in as well. Like what about the expanded universe timeline really uh, tickles your fancy. Chime into the blog post for the show's episode in the comments or on Facebook at facebook.com slash SW7X7. But the time period for me the most starts from A New Hope, starts from the original trilogy. That's the one I care for the most. And I got to say, there isn't a heck of a lot in terms of expanded universe material that happened in between... Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and Empire Strikes Back and Jedi. There's precious little, actually. And actually, I should say that what what major components there are seem to be either comic strips, not comic books, but comic strips, and like Pizzazz Magazine, if you remember that. And then, you know, a few other things like um, Splinter of the Mind's Eye and Shadows of the Empire. Those things exist, and those were very cool. But otherwise, there's just not a heck of a lot in that time frame. And maybe I'm showing a bias of levels of canon, but I'm not counting comic strips or Pizzazz magazine or uh, kids' books, like you know the stuff by Scholastic, for example. I can't count those in canon and really feel good about it. So yeah, aside from Splinter of the Mind's Eye and Shadows of the Empire, there's precious little that happened in between Star Wars and Empire and Empire and Jedi. And that's another reason why I was so excited about Heir to the Jedi when that came out, and even about the Marvel Star Wars comics that are coming out right now, because it's giving me information in that time period that I like the most. And again, I'd love to hear what time period you want to see more about in the new Star Wars universe or what you want to see protected from the original expanded universe. Have your say at the blog post for this show's episode. As we were prepping Star Wars 7x7 for its launch on July 7th, one of the key pieces we needed to have in place was our website, which would be the hub of all the content from the podcast. I've been using one-in-one website hosting and domain registration since 2006, and they give us maximum flexibility at tremendously affordable rates. To start your own website account for just 99 cents in the first month, with a free domain included, go to sw7x7.com slash oneandone. That's the number one, the word and spelled out A-N-D, and the number one again, sw7x7.com slash oneandone. Okay, it's trivia time. I'm betting heavily on a Sebulbar. Last time we asked you what planet was referred to with the line, if you're saying coming here was a bad idea, I'm beginning to agree with you. And that was, of course, Dagobah. Today's question, what were C-3PO's first words of greeting to Jabba the Hutt? Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars 7x7. The Force is my ally, and so are you, when you give Star Wars 7x7 a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It means a lot, especially in helping me be discovered by more heroic people like you. For show notes, swag links, and our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed, go to sw7x7.com. It's not a trap. It's destiny unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!